You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. Today's scripture comes to us from the Gospel of John in chapter 10, verses 22 through 30. At that time, the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem. The festival of dedication is more known to our Gentile ears as Hanukkah. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. For the Father and I are one. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock, and you are our Redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. One of my very favorite interactions with a parishioner happened during my time as the associate pastor at Brookings First United Methodist Church. A woman named Pauline pulled me aside after worship one day and told me that she had some questions about the Bible that she'd like to ask, that she'd like to ask someone. And I said, absolutely, stop by any time you want to. And Pauline said, great, you'll see me sometime during the week. Monday morning, 9.30 in the morning. Not quite first thing in the morning, but shortly thereafter, here came Pauline. And she asked me a couple of questions about the Bible that really felt like softballs that I could just knock out of the park. But then Pauline got quiet. And she said that the real reason why I am here is because life has changed and I'm not sure what to do with it. See, what had happened is that Pauline had reached that age where her children were no longer comfortable with her driving outside of the city limits of Brookings, South Dakota. And this was a real cramp on her lifestyle because Pauline was the type of person to just go on little day trips to Sioux Falls without anyone knowing. She is the one to kind of escape for a while and not tell anybody. She was also the first one in her circle of friends to volunteer to drive for anything, and she was also someone who was willing to give people rides when they needed them. She was like early Uber, but without the, without the cost. But now everything had changed, and she was not quite sure that things were changing for the better. See, she saw her driving and driving her friends as part of her service to God. And now she did not know what she was going to do. 
lot of the things that she was used to doing were now done. Pauline was feeling lost. And when we feel lost in our lives, it is easy to feel afraid. Pauline was going through a transition in her life, and it wasn't necessarily welcome. Maybe this is a little bit how the Jewish leaders are feeling in our scripture for today. John's gospel said that they felt like they were being held in suspense, which is not a good feeling. But they had maybe started to feel unnerved and maybe started to feel afraid. And sometimes when we go through transitions in life, we can feel all of those things and we can even start to feel a little bit abandoned. This morning, we're all kind of feeling a little bit like Pauline because we acknowledge that we are going through a great number of transitions as we celebrate this day. We are going through transitions in one way or another. Today, during worship, we have rocked our babies. We've acknowledged our third grade Bible recipients. We've celebrated our graduates. We've celebrated mothers. And maybe, just maybe, we're in worship today and we're going through a transition that we haven't told anybody about. And, to be fair, some of us are here because it's Sunday morning and that's what we do on Sundays and there are no real transitions going on in our lives. Um, and while we celebrate those that are going through some kind of transition, we're not and that's okay and thanks be to God. As a pastor during appointment season in the United Methodist Church, I feel like it's important for me to say that. But today we've rocked our babies. And we've gushed over cute kids taking on roles as readers and rockers and singers. And maybe we've been here long enough to have seen their parents do that exact same job. We've watched parents entrust their children to God. And maybe it's a day where they've acknowledged, oof, we're old enough to have had a baby rocked by our church. Today we've celebrated the academic and extracurricular successes of our seniors. And we have offered our collective thanksgiving for their next steps, no matter what those next steps look like. It's also Mother's Day. And we have celebrated wonderful and faithful women in our lives, but we've also beheld hard feelings. Because maybe this is the first Mother's Day without mom on earth, even though she is forever treasured in our hearts. And maybe this is a hard day because motherhood isn't something that we dreamed of, but it's not going to happen. There are transitions and milestones all around us. In our scripture from John's gospel, there are transitions happening. However subtly, there are transitions happening. The Jewish leaders have been watching Jesus all of this time, and they kind of maybe even feel a bit like my friend Pauline. Things might be coming to an end. 
There very well may be a perfect storm brewing. Jesus is growing in popularity in their midst, and things are aligning that maybe suggest that Jesus truly is the Messiah others have claimed him to be. Things were changing, maybe even irrevocably. Things were changing. If Jesus truly was the Messiah, the people would obviously have to follow him rather than following them. They're held in suspense. They do not know what is going to happen next, and they just have to know. They ask Jesus outright, Are you the Messiah? Stop holding us in suspense. And rather than answering directly, Jesus basically puts the onus back on the Jewish leaders. Jesus said, I have told you, and you have not comprehended, you have not believed, and you haven't really even been listening. And not only have I told you, Jesus says, I have shown you through the works that I have done. But you do not comprehend and you do not believe and you're not really even paying attention. And then Jesus says the real reason why you haven't noticed, the real reason why you haven't understood is because you are not a part of my sheep and you do not hear my voice. On the other hand, those, on the other hand, Jesus has just called himself the good shepherd mere verses earlier, and Jesus knows his sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd, and Jesus knows his sheep. Jesus knows that his sheep hear his voice and follow in his way. And by the way, isn't that our goal? Isn't that our desire? No matter what stage of faith we find ourselves in today, it is our desire to know Jesus' voice and to be his sheep and to follow his way. The challenge is, The challenge we face, especially in transition, is that the voice of the Good Shepherd can be hard to hear. And that's because we live among other voices that compete for our attention and other voices that cloud our hearing. Sometimes, especially in times of transition, other voices can just simply be louder. Parents, We hear the voice of the latest blog post that might as well just be called, you're doing it wrong, you're doing everything wrong, and no other parent has ever made that mistake. Children hear the voice of others, other children. Children hear the voice of peer pressure telling them to do things that they know they should not do. Gosh, high school seniors, I almost feel sorry for you. There's a million other voices out there. College A says, come here. College B says, go there. Don't go to College A. 
Your parents are maybe saying, why don't you just go somewhere closer? And maybe you're talking to your friends and they have the next four years perfectly planned out and you don't know what tomorrow holds. Which, by the way, is perfectly fine. Pauline, my friend, was hearing a different voice, not the voice of the Good Shepherd. And it was a voice that was telling her that she was old and useless and there was nothing left for her to do but just wait to die. And the world tells us constantly that we are wrong for having faith and we are wrong for the way that we live our faith. But then there's Jesus. And Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. My sheep know my voice. Twice in these few short verses of Scripture, Jesus assures us that no one will snatch his sheep out of his hand. Let me repeat that for emphasis. Jesus will not let you be snatched. Jesus will not abandon you to other voices. Jesus will not leave you. Jesus will not leave you in transition moments. Jesus will not leave you in mundane moments. Jesus will not leave you in any moments. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that Jesus is still calling you by name. His voice is still speaking into your life. Jesus is still working to establish you in faith. And Jesus is still guiding. Even if it feels like you are held in suspense. Would you pray with me? Loving Jesus, we give you thanks for the way that you move and work in our lives. We give you thanks for your guiding voice in moments of confusion. And we simply look to you in suspenseful times when we do not know what is going to happen next. Be with us. Be our guiding. Be our grounding. Be with us. We need you. In your name we pray. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.